Yeah, I could tell because I kept I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is L.A. It's too sunny. And yeah, you can tell there's palm trees. It's L.A. Yeah. It's yeah. LA. But everything else is pretty much. Yeah. Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like. Well, that's my plan. Is we're going to do that here. <laughs> I would like to be a soon. part of this panel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to. I'm just going to pick them on nights where like maybe a Wednesday nights. We don't have anything going on right now. And I'm trying to get together. So I got one feminist. I got, I'm the second feminist. I just need a, a couple different feminists and we'll have a panel and then we'll do this. We'll be out there. We'll watch the film all together. We'll have subtitles on it so that people can read it. We'll have the sound on it kind of low so it's you can hear it. But mostly it's us commenting over it about <laughs> just the horrible tropes that I was raised on and that I'm supposed to like shed off these layers and I don't know how to do that. Before we end this, I just thought about this, the compare and contrast of in House Party when Clay gets mad about them destroying his parents' house yeah, <laughs> and yeah. the toilet. Who did this to my mama's toilet? This is my parents' toilet. In contrast to the <laughs> 16 Candles and you know, what's his face is just like, just let the shit happen. Or even the same type of thing, risky business. Ah, that's another one. The Not egg, a John Hughes the one. crack no. in the egg. That I mean, is a goes, sexist fucking movie. He goes, he go, it is a totally sexist movie. He goes over the top, though, <laughs> to go and save but his hey. shit. I mean, yeah, he turns his house into a brothel, and that's completely just, anyway, but... I gotta watch that too. Yeah, you gotta watch that one again. That's a hot sex but scene too. But he does, he does a lot of work to save his parents' house. At That's least true. he cares. He didn't care shit about women, but he cares about his parents' property and going to college and going to college. Yes. And that and when that Porsche. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! In the lake. Oh I my love God! It. How many times? That's Chicago. That's he, he loves. We know John Hughes loves Porsches and and putting and rich them people and rich people and titties. Yes, and then. And destruction of property. These are, <laughs> these are the keys. These are the four keys to a John Hughes film. R.I.P. John R. Hughes. R.I.P. Did he die? <laughs> yeah, he's been dead. Oh, geez. I was in Chicago when he died. I went oh. to like some screenings in a memorial. Oh, sexist bastard! Memorializing. Well, I like those movies. Still. Oh, there. Uh, I can't. I I might have to watch watch a uh, Home Alone just to find some stuff. Oh yeah. But in Home Alone two, Donald Trump. There I you go. No, there he is. An extra. He's an extra in, in the movie, and we all love him. We hate him. Whatever. Thanks for listening today, everybody. Thank if you. you did, have a great week. Try your best. Be nice to somebody. Bye. that unique and special part of you that only you can go to the unconscious part of yourself that is responsible for all the pleasant dreams you have
And when you allow yourself to relax completely, your unconscious mind becomes more open and receptive. And when this happens, your unconscious mind does all the listening. And your conscious mind can go to sleep.
single self I had is leave not be is live to be in awe of such a thing as I myself. As for my own concern, I had as think to think as keep on thinking, not so hard as for the brain to burn.
again as in olden days happy golden days of your faithful friends who were dear to us will be near to us once more some fates allow until then we'll have to muddle through somehow so have yourself a merry little Christmas Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of your faithful friends who were dear to us. Someday soon, we all will 
time all over the world and Christmas here at home. The church bells chime wherever we roam. No fire, no Do you? The snow is thick in most of the world. And children's eyes are wide As old Saint Nick gets ready to ride So Billy's Fashion very cheap And Happy New Year To you Though the customs may change And the language is strange this appeal we feel is real in Holland or It's Christmas time all over the world and places near and far. And so, my friends, wherever you are, which means a Christmas time all over the world in places near and far and so my friends wherever you are a 
and blame it on you and me. Talk about You diss while your family say I'm the best shit since fucking Sucking by an obstruction of turning something to nothing from One shit to one shit is to ripping every function Fucking it up, pumping it up Thumping the ducks, looking to hump But junking the trunk, pumping me up yeah. Until the crack of dawn, I'm going good going. We had to get down Right now Get on up And shut this shit down it's much more than black and blue. It's death and destruction. And how much does it cost? Burning up the roof. You're lying on the truth. You got to die and prove you got a fool to do. So who the hell is you to tell them what to do? I'm not backing a bit of what you have a bit. I hear you talking loud, can you hear me now? Can't hear you now, you try to sell us out, what is that about? Or try to blow us up? Government, what's up? What's up? What's up? Run people down the dust, got your trust, you say do my bus, so we gotta fuss. Hot gossip, we ain't gotta sip it, you ain't gonna trip what you coming with? What you coming with? I got the blues all right. I feel so bad. Bad. People, we got to get on up. We got to get up. And shut this down. Base. Because it ain't right. And I know, I know. When they wrong, they wrong. That there's something better out there. Tell them in the song. Cause baby, I love you And see the sky outside open up And everything
Trying to get cocky. 
addiction. Smoke a cheaper, take another hit. Step into the bathroom and take a little shit. I start faking and faking and faking. My man, I wish that I was drinking. With my niggas, all of my homies. Fucking with the bitches that wanna blow me. Schooly D, you know that I'm the lover. I fucked your aunt, your sister, and your mother. And to the nigga in the caddy who said he was my daddy. Here's a little message from your laddie. Fuck you, why should I bother? What the fuck I need with my punk ass father? Rolling in my six foot.
just a lonely, lonely Christmas. What a glad one it would be if only my love would come back. Like she's gone a thousand years as the days and nights roll by. Oh, yes, she's gone away. Oh, tell me. Every mother's child 
is gonna spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly. And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. Many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to
Wake up, wake up, wherever you are. You're on the station that plays what you want, when you want. 103.9787, and you're clocking into the smooth one. Tonight is the night, and you know it. We're about to stomp into the 90s. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, we'd like to take a call right now. Hey, yo, yo, what is the outlook on Okay, we're not gonna take a call right now. Okay, okay. Okay, we're not gonna take a call right now. Hey, yo, yo, what is your outlook? Stand up for yours. Give me a pipeline. Stand up for yours, because you black and you intelligent. Stand up for yours, because you black and you intelligent. IBWC. Okay. What am I supposed to say? IBWC. Wake up, wake up, wherever you are. You're on the station that plays what you want, when you want. 103.9787, and you're clocking into the smooth one. Tonight is the night, and you know it. We're about to stomp into the 90s. We'll be right back after these messages. everything it's true what it don't get i can't use i want money
Slay with reindeer, no sack on my back. You wanna see me coming in a big black Cadillac?
I held the glass to my lips and did not answer. I could feel the blood rushing to my face. I do watercolors, he added, and he started to roll a cigarette with his thin fingers. I stood up to leave, filled with a sort of terror at what he was suggesting. I'm here with a friend. Don't go, he said. I have to. He sighed quite loudly and looked frankly at me. It was the look a hungry person might give a juicy steak. I enjoyed it. I looked briefly at his thighs, which were straining his pants, and imagined what they would be like to touch. I shook my head. He followed me back into the gallery where I attached myself to Virginia and Alice. Virginia, reeling with drink, was telling Alice what a genius she was. Alice just stood there pale and drained, with a sad little smile on her face. When I turned around, Philip was right behind me, standing back, but close enough to touch. I grabbed Virginia's hand and squeezed it, asking her to leave with me, but she ignored me with a hazy smile and started in again, telling Alice how brilliant she was. And Alice stood there, rooted to the spot, letting the words bounce off her. I left the two of them and went to the entrance to get my coat. Philip followed right behind me. My studio is real close, he said. I smiled but shook my head. He was looking at me with such frank sexual interest that I buttoned my coat all the way up to my neck. He came so close I could see the gold flecks in his eyes. He pinned me to the wall with his arms. Why not? Was his desire contagious? I felt myself get warm, felt a temptation to ignore the gold band on my finger and pay attention to the intemperate stirrings of my nature. But torn between the possibility of pleasure and my duty, I merely trembled in my heavy black coat. I couldn't look him in the face. I broke away without speaking and quickly got out the door and walked fast down the block. It was a cold, drizzly, foggy San Francisco night. It dawned on me suddenly that I hadn't brought my car but had come with Virginia. Only now I was afraid to turn back. I was near Grant Avenue and could hear the buzz of Chinatown and see the lights through the haze. I walked toward it. Where are you going? I turned around and there he was. Home, I called out over my shoulder. You live here? You live in Chinatown? I kept walking. I rushed into the first open shop I saw and hid myself among all the gee-gaws and colorful junk. The store smelled of sandalwood and the damp. I looked at myself in one of the small plastic mirrors for sale and saw that all the makeup I had put on that evening was still there. My coal-rimmed eyes looked pale and sleepy, but the lashes were jet black and brittle. My mouth was wonderfully red and moist. He came up silently behind me. I felt his breath on my ear. Let's go, he said. I turned and he was smiling wistfully. His delicate hands were hidden in his pockets. Oh! I wanted to say so much, but only oh came out. I wanted to say that I didn't do that sort of thing. 
that I was not the pickup type of woman when it dawned on me that while Anne didn't go off with strange men, it was just the thing that Nina might get into. We walked out of the shop together. In the street, he put his arm around me and held me close. He was so much taller than I. My face touched the leather of his jacket and my hair was below his chin. We walked like this without speaking. Once he pulled me into a dark doorway and held my face up and kissed me, sticking his tongue deep into my mouth and licking it slowly. We continued our walk to his place, silently vibrating with expectation. His studio was small and poorly furnished, but there were paintings everywhere, so that when he turned on the light, I was startled. The watercolors were all of nude women, very large and realistic. The colors were brilliant and overlaid in a way that made the flesh seem to glow. All the nudes were postured so that their sex was pushed forward and each wore a whimsical little hat.
I definitely got played today. And then we got played. Ice Cube came in here and tried to take over the station. His ass is in jail right now. And we're getting into another 45 minutes of continuous non-stop music here on the station that plays what you want, when you want it. The sun is shining, the grass is green, the orange and palm trees sway. There's never been such a day in Beverly Hills, L.A. But it's December the 24th, and I am longing to be up north. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. Christmas. 
BestingMutinyRadio.fm. Happy holidays, folks. Remember, if you're drinking, don't drive. And if you drive, don't drink. worrying about whether you are going to go to sleep or not, as you will devote all of your attention to allowing your whole body to relax, and as you do this, you become drowsier and drowsier and sleepier, and sleepier, and you soon drift off into a Inside her panties, as her body shook with excitement and fear, he took her hand and placed it against his swollen penis. She had felt the heat and tautness of him, the ridge of his glands pushing against the constraints of his clothes. And as you lay there, Enjoying this wonderful feeling of relaxation. Not wanting or expecting anything. I want you just to let your mind wander. And your imagination drift. And imagine now that you are standing on the terrace of a large old house. A house like a stately home or country mansion. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more
I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and waves. Champagne tickles my nose. And I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more. W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's an acronym. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. I have a really interesting story about the origin of our name. Oh? Yeah. It was called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, and it got abbreviated. Just some random mutiny person gave that to you. Yes. And we are, speaking of random mutiny person, we are random mutiny radio people on randommutinyradio.fm. Go to mutinyradio.fm. There's a whole world of streaming shows and music and live events right out of the Mission District of San Francisco. It is Mutiny Radio, and we are happy as a clam in the land of Uncle Sam to be right here, right now, Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are once a week. We stream. That's the first time you can hear us. You got to go listen to us. On the uh, it's uh, audio only, audio RSS only. feed. All right, so yes, and we have an RSS feed. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, do so by our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie with you, you listen to our podcast, you watch the movie at the same time. And if you don't want to do all that manual work, subscribe right. to our YouTube channel. YouTube. A-F-L-M-O-Y-T makes it easier. We'd like you to donate to the station. Go to Venmo and donate a couple bucks to at Mutiny Radio. Yeah. So, Carl, what is the movie we are seeing today? <clears throat> the Great Gabo, 1929. The Great Gabo with two Bs, 1929. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. The, as in not the, because it's it's just a, it's a G. So it's the, right, the Great not the. Okay, you know how if it was right Awesome there. Gabo, it would be The Awesome Gabo, but it's right. not great. On The Simpsons was The Awesome Gabo. The great G-A-B-B-O, 1929. The channel we like is Cinema For Real. Cinema For Real with the number four? Yeah. Well, you, you won't find another one. You'll see it's Cinema For yeah. The other so you'll ones see... have commercials. That's why okay. we don't like them. Yeah, there's, this movie has been around for a while. It, it was an inspiration for The Simpsons. That's the first time I even heard of The Gabo. Yeah. Uh, ventriloquist and uh when i realized it was a movie and i realized that we have a movie podcast called lwaflmoyt as soon as that occurred to you i was I, yeah it was true yeah i got a match here wait a minute i was hand gliding at the time and uh we were watching so there's a lot of versions on the youtube we like cinema for real we want you to go find that the great gabo 1932 no 1929 so this movie and is like 93 years old uh, as of this record. Yeah. As of this recording, this movie is 93. It's almost seven years shy of 100 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I, I'm going to watch something that's 100 years old. Life marches forward. And the, you know what I like about it? But this is this is content for the podcast. Let's get to the countdown. Okay, let's get to Okay, okay. so the let's get to the countdown. Over. Yeah, go I ahead, just Carl. want to make sure it's clear to everyone. The Great Gabo 1929 Cinema for Real is the channel we like. And there you go. 
There we go. So we have a celebrity comedian to do the countdown, but we want you to meet the celebrity comedian. Yeah. So Carl went over uh, to their press junket and had an opportunity mm -hmm. to sit down and talk about some real things and get to learn about the celebrity comedian. And yes. of course, I haven't heard of this one yet. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Pat Dixon. Welcome, Pat. How you doing? Talking to us from Buffalo, New York. Yep. Right. Okay, now, Pat, you are a big-time, big-deal comedian. Uh, you just... Oh, absolutely. Carl, you wouldn't say that if I was. <laughs> you just headlighted Comedy Cove. You drove on a Sunday to Buffalo to do more shows. Like all the big-time comedians do. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure you're aging. Okay, but but mainly what I want to start talking about is your creator and host of the NYC Crime Report yeah, with Pat Dixon. Now, this is streaming on Censored.TV, and you've been doing this a long time, since 2011. Tell me about this show, the people who come on it, everything, you know, like – that's led you to this point in which you are the crime report guy. You know, I was a victim of an attempted murder, and so it got me interested in crime. I, I, it took a little while for that to manifest into exactly what I wanted to do. But I read a story when I got to New York City within 2006 about a guy who got stabbed on a train, and he nearly died, and he was going to be the fifth victim of that day for a spree killer, Maxime Gelman, you know, back in 2011. And I thought, man, this is fascinating. And I started talking to people at parties about it, bringing this story up, and nobody had heard it, even in the city. And it was all over the place. So I thought, man, there should be an outlet for a show like this. And then the more I started doing it, the more I was like, this really needs to be funny. So I kind of made it like the New York Post uh, with punchlines. And that's <laughs> you know, that's what it comes down to. I've had attorneys uh, on quite a bit. I've had ex-cops current cops, uh, a lot of people like that, some marginal characters sometimes, and, and you know, then the the occasional, you know, big name of Bobcat Goldthwait or something like that. Nice, Just nice. Up. Yeah, and but I've met a lot of interesting people through it, you know, and, and Ann Coulter and people all over the city, and, uh -huh. uh, and that's how I got onto Compound, doing it there, and then it became a visual thing, and now it's on Censored.TV. Okay, and... Now, this is started in 2011, so this attempted murder was prior to that. Now, this was an ex-girlfriend who tried to shoot you. Tell me what, what, what went on there. Oh, you know, she was nuts, and she, uh, I mean, was just, like, had had enough of my shit, and after we broke up, she decided she wanted to uh, exact some sort of revenge, you know? So she stalked me for a couple of weeks, and then she, uh, you know, found me at an IHOP and had a gun, took it away from her. There was a skirmish. And she was convicted of attempted second degree attempted murder and got eight years house arrest. That's the, uh -huh. the thumbnail version. You know, the, of course, she was very fun uh, originally when I first met her. You know, not that way at all. So a lot can happen between April and December, as it turns out. <laughs> now, three weeks of stalking, and she chooses the IHOP. Do you think she was just getting her nerves? I mean, what was she looking at? Were you with some other woman? Well, she didn't know I, where I was, you know, and so I think what it was, she didn't want me to go back to my wife. So, you know, she she found out from a guy I was working with where I was working and then drove a couple of hours to do this thing. You know, it was very premeditated and everything. They wanted to yeah. start with the uh, first degree attempted murder, but, you know, she flea bargained. And, yeah, it was, it was she had a suicide note the whole bit. She was going to take care of herself after? Uh, well, you know, I think sometimes people find that they can live with the fact they shot somebody a 